0: This is the Starseed Awakening Podcast. I'm your host, Monet Florence Combs. I'm a quantum healer and hypnosis teacher who helps people all over the world discover the galaxy within themselves. Join me on an intergalactic journey as we explore what it means to be human in a world where we are just beginning to understand that we are not alone. Hello, my star children. I hope you guys like my new intro. Uh, I finally upgraded to uh, an actual an actual song <laughs> instead of um, something I just kind of Frankensteined together in GarageBand. So uh, yeah, upgrade. <laughs> I'm laughing right now because I it's I'd rather be laughing than crying I guess I just while I was making the new intro just now this is like 3 p.m the day on Wednesday when I was supposed to have my podcast out uh, I accidentally deleted my whole podcast that I was going to release that I was just about to publish it's gone so i'm starting over right now and uh yeah not too happy about that not too happy about that but i am gonna be okay that is, is part of life i've learned with adhd is sometimes sometimes your brain glitches out while you're trying to do something important and you skip an important step and then you fail the whole math test or whatever the, whatever the heck you're doing, story of my life. So here we go, starting over, starting fresh, um, got, had a good little laugh about that, okay. So I'm back guys, I'm back, happy to be back, um, hopefully I remember everything I said in, in the first version of this podcast I recorded, I'll do my best. Um, Thank you, everybody, for allowing me the space to take some time to myself while I played the um, podcast takeover episodes. I really appreciate that, and I also appreciate my QHC students and graduates so much for contributing to that. Um, I think that was a win-win for all of us. But... Um, I've been doing a lot of healing and integrating in the past five weeks, I guess, Um, just slowing down a little bit and um, processing all of the things that have happened in my life over the past few months that have felt like really big things to me um, so that I can kind of Recoup, reevaluate, and and show up in a way that feels most aligned for me. So, um, let's see. Good thing I took notes on what I was <laughs> what I was gonna talk about. Uh, yeah, so I can go back to them. Otherwise, I'd be in trouble. So, um, I guess first off, I I wanted to just share some some updates, life updates. With you guys, um, we're not going to play a session today because you guys have been listening to a lot of sessions lately. I want to. There's so many other things I wanted to talk about. I was going to play a session today, but there's so many other juicy, important things. We're going to talk about just updates um, about my life, my world, as well as updates about in the um, ET world and the disclosure world. Um, as well as just a few um, like sp- food for thought, spiritual food for thought things that you guys can take away. And I'm going to tell you about the retreat that I'm holding that is happening November 1st through the 5th. So first things first. Um, the I wanted to update you on like some of the things I've talked about on my podcast that have kind of shifted and changed in my life um first off my health uh I know you guys have been following kind of what all the uh the wild journey I've been on in understanding um what what is what my challenges are that I have that, that have caused me to have significant health issues. I'm sure you guys have probably, unless you're brand new to the podcast, heard that I discovered um, with the help of my guides and through hypnosis that I have a genetic um, connective tissue disease called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome where my, my, code, my body does not know how to code correctly for collagen, which affects every system of my body. And um, I think the last thing I had mentioned about it was that I wasn't, I wasn't responding to treatment, the treatments I was doing, and at the, at the time, um, you know the that was, that was how I was experiencing it. Now it's it's really interesting. Now that I've had some time to reflect and, and and look back over time, on on the kind of long <laughs> the long range, of how I've been doing I'm actually I just had this conversation with my husband a couple days ago I was like I I think I'm I think I might be getting better because um, if you look at the data it certainly shows that I am um, it just you know when you're so close to something you live a certain way every single day and, and change it feels very slow you don't really notice it um, but I was reflecting on how about you know, three years ago, I was relying on a wheelchair to get around a lot, Um, and um, now I, I I mean, I haven't had to do that in a couple of years, Um, and I am, like, now I'm pole dancing and shit. Like I, I've uh, discovered pole fitness, which has been a lot of fun fun and very challenging and difficult and painful, but, and yeah, I need some modifications with it, but it's, I'm able to do it. And I, about a year ago, I wasn't even able to exercise really. Um. So my, my dysautonomia, which is the, the vagus nerve um, injury that I have is actually getting better and I think it's it's a multitude of things um it's part of it is I think the emotional side of things you know from a very emotional spiritual standpoint I I felt for so long that I just was kind of being crushed by the heaviness of it, like it's almost like carrying around a boulder all the time is how it felt um for so many years and that it's like lightning um in being able to I think do um I think the hypnosis sessions helped it didn't cure anything because I don't subscribe to the notion that hypnosis cures things um contrary to other people who teach quantum hypnosis I don't I don't find that to be true necessarily but it helps it helps to um, release any of these stored energy and emotions and traumas that you have either from this life or past lifetimes and as those have been released and unraveled and it's like I'm unwinding and things are getting better um and it it's like I'm I'm kind of doing the thing where I'm pinching myself and I'm, <laughs> my husband's like, don't jinx it, <laughs> but, um, you know I haven't had a fainting. I was just at the doctor recently and I, you know, they're asking me when was the last time you had like an episode and it's like it seems like I only have really bad pots episodes now when I'm, um, if I have a a bad virus that that inflames my, um, vagus nerve, but besides that. I'm pretty f i'm I still can't go out in the heat, so I've been uh stuck inside for the past five months in Texas but um besides that, like I've been pretty darn functional and it's i just it's like I didn't really notice it because it happened so slowly it changed so slowly so I think that the other side of things is being able to go to um being able to go to travel to, to florida for my my prolotherapy treatments for uh to to help with the the vagus nerve issue so it's been slow but and, and you know I, I do a lot of other things too you know red light therapy cryotherapy different alternative modalities that have helped a lot so um i'm actually feeling pretty darn optimistic and just seeing things trend upward and that I'm on the right track and I'm feeling incredibly grateful for that. So that is a positive thing. Definitely for me. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to update you guys on, this is kind of like a, a vulnerable, intimate, uh, detail about my life, but I had been sharing, don't worry, it's not <laughs> nothing TMI or anything. Uh, but I had been I'd shared a few months ago about my my husband's journey with complex PTSD and how that's kind of impacted our lives and our family and, and our relationship and things and um, we oh my gosh, we have been working so hard for the past few months to turn things around for us in our life Um and it's, it's, we're seeing the fruits of that. And it's been really, really beautiful um, for me and for him. Ooh, I, ooh now I feel like I'm going to cry. All right. So, <laughs> so we, it, we just had our um, marriage counseling session today. We have an amazing uh, marriage counselor who um, has been so supportive and wonderful. If anybody needs a recommendation, hit me up. Um, She does telehealth, but she's been great and um, was reflecting back to us how many patterns and cycles we've been able to break in our relationship and in our home. And, um, you know, a lot of it was like, it it was kind of a joint, a group effort joint effort between him and I um for him it was really really breaking out of trauma patterns and learning how to um when feeling triggered how to step back from those things and and have different choices available and also facing his his trauma um you know he's he doesn't mind that I share this and I'm actually going to bring him back onto the podcast soon um he he was able to really make some major changes in how he interacts with his own his story and his his trauma that he experienced in childhood and and beyond and so um and hitting that with different modalities as well right with energy work shamanism quantum hypnosis somatic work um really and really just going for it and going all in on that and all in on us and our family and i am just i'm very grateful to him and for for me it was being learning how to use my voice um i had been just so silent for so long and which is you know another trauma a thing for me you know a pattern and um i had to start actually speaking sometimes (laughs) just letting letting it all out letting out the um all of the all of the stored anger and and things that I had been holding on to um and and really letting those come out onto the surface and be seen and heard and felt and loved and um that I think that probably contributes to to my physical health being better right it's like when we're as we're releasing stored emotions that we've been carrying for a long time we feel we get lighter right and we make space for more light and and uh within our bodies and our uh, emotional bodies as well and so um it's just been a really wonderful thing and it's created a a big ripple effect on our kids as well because you know we have a unique challenge in our household having a couple little starseed children who are also neurodivergent and um uh finally you know getting the right diagnoses for them so that we you know can advocate for them and understand you know who who they are and their unique challenges that they have come here with uh, and kind of how that all kind of created um a lot of stress in our home but it's starting it's it's just i'm i'm starting to see that it's possible to live my life outside of survival mode i don't know if anybody out there can relate to this but i you know, since I was a kid, what I, I realized, just kind of reflecting back, is I have, I've basically kind of jumped from one crisis to another my whole life. And now, you know, since I was a, a kid and being in a chaotic, you know, situation to chaotic living situation to the next, and, um, and, uh, you know, then even through, through school, through, all of the things where I, I had so many challenges because of having undiagnosed ADHD and just feeling like I'm drowning my whole dang life um, you know and then and carrying that into adulthood and and now,, um, you know, it's like I don't I've never known what it's like to just be able to be at peace and be and just live and um i'm starting to see what that's like um and it's a little scary but it's 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 feeling possible to hold on to and i have to credit i have learned so much you know i i uh I've talked about how, like my life coach training in the past and how that kind of groomed me to it's like just cha- change your thoughts and not your circ because you know you change your thoughts you can any circumstance can be better <laughs> but that's easy the real work is to change the circumstance and and um, make the changes you need for yourself so that you can be healthy emotionally right and um not under constant stress and that to change the actual situations and and that's the that's the scariest part and that's the hardest part and that's that's the journey I've been on and um and it's just been paying off and I'm I just feel a lot lighter and you know there's there's also the the changes in my business that I've made recently, even though those felt scary as well, um, to kind of hone in on one, one thing that I am offering and not offer a million things and not try to help everybody with everything all the time. Um, doing that has been a big positive change for me too because cognitively now I'm able to to um to slow down a little bit and do the things that I am doing really well instead of trying to help everyone and then be chronically overwhelmed and then I'm not helping myself and not um you know making you can't heal the world if you're or heal the world that's not that's a big uh that's a big ask that's not what I'm trying to do you can't help help make a difference in the world if you can't can't make a difference like if your own life is a big dumpster fire and so you know choosing to walk away from the the earth council and choosing to close down the mothership and focus more on QHC and and um you know on going into publishing and um channeling and those things it just feels cognitively for me and what my brain can handle, it feels so much better, and I'm under so much less stress, and I am just feeling grateful. So, those are the updates in my life. I am very excited. Uh, I'll tell you a little bit about kind of what what to expect on the podcast um, coming up. Um, I, I've got a couple, um, I've got a few things on the docket already that I'm excited to share, um, some hypnosis sessions and some interviews with folks, um, and I'm sure, you know, sessions or not sessions, episodes like this where you know we're we're just talking about the important things that are coming up because the next thing I want to talk about after this is. All the stuff going on in the world, holy cow. Um, It's all becoming really real. It's all happening. You know, what the people are coming to terms with. Yeah, aliens are real. We're going to talk about that a lot. Uh, Because that's really important right now. And also, um, oh, the other thing is I'm feeling really called and pulled to explore Lyra next. So you guys know I had like 20, 30 <laughs> ridiculous, so many Atlanta sessions that all came in in a big wave, right? And it was like there was something we were supposed to understand as a collective uh, so that we don't repeat the same mistakes in history. And it's really important. Um, it's very on point to, to what we're going through as a planet right now. And the, the the thing that I've been, the next wave of things that I've been kind of like nudged towards exploring and ha- has been coming up in sessions for people is, is Lyra. Um, we, I believe there are things that we don't yet understand about what happened with the destruction of Lyra. And I think there's a lesson here for us all. Um, and so i that's something that I am just about ready to go back in and explore myself. I've been intentionally the past five weeks have um, not been doing my own quantum hypnosis sessions for myself or channeling sessions because um, just to give my, my brain a break <laughs> so I can rest for a bit and, uh, um, you know, emotionally get into a place where I feel like I can start doing these things again and um because as you guys know the the whole earth council breakup took a, a massive toll on my mental health um and so now i'm um really feeling nudged to to learn more about what happened in lyra i have not done a a session around lyra myself since the very first one which really broke me open in a really huge way and was very emotional like <laughs> one of the most emotional experiences i've ever had in my life um in releasing all the grief around the attack on lyra that that my past incarnation experienced and so um there's some gaps in the timelines that i'm really looking to fill with more information I would wanted to go back and start exploring this, gosh, like over a year and a half ago, maybe. Um, when I first met Markara in a session. That w- The intention for that session, I think it's episode 18, um, when Markara showed up the first time. My intention had been to learn more about Lyra and what happened. And that's when she told me, no, now is not the time. Um, but I've been being told that, yes, now now is the time. And now I can emotionally handle all of that because it's a lot uh so I think that will be interesting very interesting to explore I'll be really curious what all comes out of that um so that's some st- some of the things that we're going to be talking about in the future um I had I <laughs> had had my first negative review um, of my podcast that now my podcast has just turned into a bunch of uh, small group of hypnotists sharing sessions and my intention is never to just turn over my podcast to my my graduates that was very intentional to allow allow myself some space so that I could come back with with um new content so um that is aligned right we I we all need space to integrate and process things, and I've been podcast doing this podcast for two years without taking a week off. So, um, I think that that was a a very positive decision that I had made for myself. Um. Now I wanted to let's talk about the galactic news. Holy cow! Um, it feels like a different world since five weeks ago and um, gosh it's like every day something new and interesting is coming out so we all know by now hopefully that about five weeks ago I don't my timeline might be wrong that's when I recall it happening but I could be totally wrong um, the UAP hearings right were worse in US Congress since then where they disclose that, yeah, we've known about aliens and they possess and they possess a lot of advanced technology. And the whole point of that is that <laughs> that I think people are missing is that we possess that technology too, since we've reverse engineered it, and it's technology that could prevent global energy crises and and such and help us have clean energy. Um, and help with climate change and things, people are still focusing on um, the things that I don't, <laughs> I think they're missing the point where they don't want to look at that stuff, but that's, that's really, that's a really big deal. Uh, but anyway, since then, you know, there've been a lot of conversations and I've had conversations with people. I've talked to people or having conversations with people about, you know, the general public grappling with the idea that aliens do indeed exist um and it's just been it's been interesting. I'll give you guys my advice on how, how to help people going through this. But um a couple other updates is that you I think it was last week. Uh, and I share this stuff on Instagram. So if you're not following me on Instagram, head over there. It's at the Starseed Awakener. Um I share different galactic news and things that I come across. But uh the a Canadian government official in the defense ministry retired. Um, I hope all my facts are right. He came out and said, um, oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Aliens are real. We know about them. There's here. Here's all the different races. Yeah. There's this race and this race, you know, he's talking about the grays and, uh, the Nordics, which, um, otherwise known as the Pleiadians. Um, and so that that came out, and then literally this morning today, came out the um, Mexican con- Congress came out and, and unveiled two alien bodies that they've been in possession of from a diatome mine, which is a, a mine where they they ex uh, they dig out a diatomaceous earth you know which you can use for gardening or whatnot but these these alien bodies were um, fossilized in this mine and they they dug them up they they did testing on them and they found that their um, their bodies contain it looked like implants of different metals that are rare here on earth as well as one of them had an egg sac and um, oh what was the other thing oh and their and that they tested I believe they tested their DNA you know their organic matter and you know found some similarities between human DNA but they concluded that it was in fact non-human and testified under oath right this is not some random person coming out <laughs> with a conspiracy theory this is government officials testifying under oath with evidence um so this has moved way past conspiracy theories folks this is this is where it gets interesting because we are moving as a public we are moving from aliens as conspiracy theory to Aliens as reality. So it's like, how do we grapple with that? So here's my advice to you guys. I don't advise that you go on the internet and start arguing with people. <laughs> I do not recommend that. Uh, however, I recommend talking to your family, your friends. Right? When they have questions when they're feeling scared and confused you know I um I spoke with uh I I, it's so interesting that people kind of come out of the woodworks on my social media um you know I had a childhood one of my close childhood friends who I haven't seen in decades um reach out to me and you know mentioning that her her daughter was had so much or no maybe it was her I don't remember if it was her or her daughter or if I'm thinking of somebody else because I've had a few of these conversations but just like so much anxiety about this and they it's like they can't they don't know why um and my advice is to talk to people who are feeling scared and confused as you know I think one of the main concerns is like who are they and what do they want with us And um, what I try to impart on people is that aliens, aliens are just people. (laughs) They're just people of another species. And just like on Earth, there are good people and there are bad people. Right. Of course, I am using very generic black and white terms. Um, Let's change this. Let's let's rephrase this positively oriented people and negatively oriented people, right? And there's a whole spectrum in between of that. It's not just good or bad. And it is the same exact way out in space. There are positively oriented aliens, negatively oriented aliens, star people, ETs, whatever you want to call them. I like the, I love the phrase star people because... It helps us remember their people <laughs> um, and then there's everything in between and that's okay um, it's just it, the macrocosm is a reflection of, of Earth's microcosm right and because we live in a polarized galaxy so and universe right so helping people maybe understand that like you know people want to put put them in boxes like good or bad <laughs> are they good or are they bad well it's like they're everything in between and that's okay um and we need you know it's our time as our civil earth civilization is maturing we we it's like we got to join the galactic community at some point. And the some point is coming soon. Um, I didn't think the first contact would happen in our lifetime. I I mean, I thought maybe, but like the way things are going, I don't know. Um, it's starting to look like it's coming a lot sooner. Things are moving a lot faster. Uh, one, one thing I want to... and it's been really interesting to hear things that have been predicted on my podcast actually come true (laughs) which has been really interesting um and validating and I'm sure validating for you guys too right because most of you (laughs) most of you guys are pretty grounded out there and um you know are, are we're all kind of learning at the same time about certain things and so it's like oh okay <laughs> I'm not crazy this is this stuff's real um and so um what was I gonna say about uh yes so about um uh, this date keeps coming up you know I, I'm in different groups and stuff and just keeping the pulse on things and Um, this date of 2027 keeps coming up. And supposedly, you know, I was trying to figure out why people keep talking about what's going to happen in 2027. And so I looked into it, and apparently the the 2027 date is, there's supposed to be some big thing that's going to happen on our planet that has to do with the aliens. (laughs) And uh, that this date has been, I guess, like leaked by government officials, as far as I know. And, um, you know, I don't, I don't trust everything I read on the internet. I'm very skeptical of things and don't share things unless I think there's a shred of credibility. But this is just an interesting thing to me because, um, you know, something that I know has been talked about a few times on the podcast by different, you know, by Anru, the high commander, um, is this kind of like date of, um, you know when when something's going to happen on our planet that is going to basically catapult us into integration where things might get worse before they get better right um to kind of spur that that change and um whether it is <clears throat> the you know, an Atlantis artifact, Atlantis being discovered. Whether that means the, you know the the war that has been talked about a few times, mentioned a few times, potentially, um, and or that perhaps it's the Atlantis being discovered that starts that. I don't know. It, it'll be really interesting to see. I'm I'm not about making predictions. <laughs> um, and saying this is what's going to happen because to me that's very Heaven's Gate, very culty. Um, I ain't about to lead anybody into an aliens doom doomsday cult. So let's um... but it but it is it is something that I'm very curious about. I'll be really curious to see how things play out and what happens because it just seems like it's accelerating. Um, and when I say it, I mean um you know the the humans reckoning with uh you know cosmic disclosure essentially which is when i say that i mean that um the government disclosing to the public that yes aliens are real because we can't hide that shit anymore so just interesting interesting food food for thought here and um and then my my other suggestion would just be as you're talking to people be careful how you tie in spirituality with talking about the existence of aliens, right? Um I've uh, i want to be sure we're not mixing mixing church and state right if that makes sense because um sometimes what i see in the light worker community is it's almost like um people have kind of abandoned christianity maybe they maybe they used to be fundamentalist you know uh, some sort of Um, christian or something and then kind of ditched that but then they brought the same mindset over into new age spirituality which creates some problems (laughs) because um it's like attaching dogma to something that is more universal knowledge um universal spiritual knowledge right so when you're when you're talking to folks um making sure you're not like <laughs> bringing i don't know be cautious about how you talk to people. It, it, you don't want it to feel like you're a Jehovah's Witness coming to knock on their door to spread the good word of Jesus, right? There are ways to talk about things in a grounded way that leaves dogma at the door. That's what I'm trying to say. Because we can't we, we can't quite divorce spirituality from um From um uh, disclosure in that there's an element of spirituality to it because we are all one, right? We are all, we are all one, we are all. This is part of the thing that I think people are grappling with that are having a hard time is that it's like, well, I, you know we have this idea there's this this god in the sky but then it's like well is that god in the sky also in these other planets skies? like what is happening here <laughs> um so I think people it's kind of shattering people's ideas of, of their reality the box they've kind of been or the bubble they've been in their whole life so I think all that to say just um we can have this conversation without attaching dogma to it um and just being really grounded and and helping helping folks navigate all of this because it's coming at us fast so what else um i have a i had another little spiel i wanted to give but i think i might save it for the next podcast episode um Actually, no. I'll just do it now. <laughs> I'm getting tired of talking. I've been talking for so long since I restarted recording this. It's fine. I will talk about it because I'm sure I will have much more to talk about in the next episode. So um, I wanted to also talk about this kind of goes along the same. It's in this along the same vein uh, as like it, how we navigate our, our um, spiritual self within New Age spirituality and the Starseed movement. So um, in, in talking about how sometimes light workers can be dogmatic and how that can be a little problematic, We, do, we need to make sure, you know that we're not... Sw- um, how do I want to say this? I want to encourage you guys to start not trying to shove yourself into a box of who you are i know um so a lot of folks like i kind of mentioned who leave christianity just for example it can be any religion i know i'm dragging on christianity right now i don't mean to um any structured religion with a set of rules um it can when When we go over into new age spirituality and find that sometimes we bring that dogma with us and just kind of give it a new name and find new rules that kind of put us into a new box. I know I experienced this when I went from um when when i when I came into discovering the star seed movement and um you know like light, light workers and such. And I noticed that, you know, because i had come from a metaphysical background, but my, the church that, place of wor- worship, it wasn't really a church that I went to growing up, was a, um, non, was non sectarian. So that means like it wasn't a religion. And it was very, um, clear that it wasn't a religion. Literally, every every time we would meditate we would our opening prayer we would say saints of all religions we bow to you all right it's recognizing that that um spirituality is valid in in every space and that there are no doesn't need to be lines between you know i'm a christian i'm a muslim i'm a i'm jewish right all these different kind of like hard lines and boxes so what i'm what i'm what i'm trying to say is that um when i went into this you know kind of discovered the light worker space after becoming a quantum healer all of a sudden i was kind of introduced to all these new kind of sets of beliefs and um a dogma if you will around um new age spirituality that you know i had grown up in new age spirituality <laughs> my that was very normal for me i grew up in a house full of crystals and um you know we would meditate every day and have an altar you know with all our crystals on it and shit and so for me this is like just you know that was all normal um But all of a sudden it was like, oh, there's all these kind of new unspoken rules about what it means to be a lightworker, what it means to be a starseed. And um, it really turned me off because all of a sudden I was like, well, I don't fit neatly into this box at all. Like if I'm anything, I'm I'm probably like I'm a I don't really consider myself a lightworker. I'm a I'm a shadow worker. If anything, I'm, I'm like if I have to pinpoint my identity I identify more as a witch like I am not you know I don't really fit neatly into the light worker box at all and um you know I'm more comfortable in other spaces and so when I you know coming up against that it was like ugh, <laughs> like this this feels doesn't feel quite right and um it made me want to like run hightail it out of here and that was one of the the main actual the main reasons why i created my own you know i wanted to create my own community and my own hypnosis certification because the culture in the one that i was in that i was trained by just felt did not feel resonant at all for me um and but for a moment it was like oh wait (laughs) If I'm going to to identify as a starseed, does that mean I have to like go along with all of the the dogma that goes along with that? And it took me a hot minute but I was just like, "Oh wait, no. I get I get to make my own rules. This isn't a religion." Right? And and that's what I want to kind of impart on on you guys in general is allowing, adopting what resonates with you. I know I've talked about this before, but I want to hit it home again because it just came up recently. Um, But, but, you know, I was observing somebody reflect on on this and how they rejected um, New Age spirituality because of this. And my thought is like, you know, we don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater, right? We can adopt what feels good, and what feels true and what feels resonant and take what and leave what doesn't because otherwise we run the risk of turning um new age spirituality and uh and being a light work and all those and seeing stuff into its own own religion essentially and what that does this is why i'm talking about this is because as a planet that's part of the problem that's the like one of the biggest problems we're facing is that people start wars over religion so we need you know it's like I don't understand your religion I don't understand your point of view I'm going to attack you over it and start a war over it and and that is one of the things that's going to hold us back from actually integrating the polarity on this planet is continuing to hold this mentality that that we have to have, we have to put ourselves in a box and these boxes don't touch one another. <laughs> and like, um, you know, I'm right, you're wrong. And I want to just challenge you guys to you know it's just that's a product of like black and white polarized thinking and instead offer up that by us um not so strongly identifying with a a set of rules or a dogma or a pseudo religion that that is actually doing a service to our planet. Uh, because I don't believe that religion is, is bad. It's when we start saying that, you know, here's the rules. And you don't follow the rules. You're out of the tribe or, um, you know, I'm going to bomb you over it. If I don't believe, if you don't believe what I believe. And um, as opposed to thinking of things as like this is just a a universal, um, you know we're all one we're all an expression of the one, and we're all allowed to have different point of views and we don't have to box ourselves into a certain label. So don't feel like if you if there's things that you don't feel are in alignment for you about the star seed movement, about the light worker movement, like throw them in the trash (laughs) and, and think for yourself and have your, do, do you, do your own thing, but, but you don't have to reject it in the process. You don't have to throw the baby out with the bathwater. Take what resonates, leave what doesn't stay curious. Because that's what this planet needs now, is to be able to blur those lines, uh, bring down those walls that we that we place around ourselves and our beliefs, um, so that we can try to understand the viewpoint of one another. And we can't do that if we're singing, clinging so tightly to our identity that we can't let go. Um, So that's what I wanted to say about that. Food for thought. Okay, lastly, um, I wanted to tell you guys a little bit about um, the retreat that I'm going to be holding. So um, I know this is the retreat that was going to be the Lionsgate retreat. Um, But then my, my life kind of imploded right around when that was supposed to happen. And so I rescheduled it um and it all became clear a couple weeks ago what was supposed to what what it was supposed to be and so um it is open now registration's open it's going to it's going to be the business alchemy intensive this is for folks who are um either my quantum hypnosis um, students or alumni. It's open to all of them as well as this round. I don't know if future rounds will or not. Um, and we'll see. Um, see how it goes this time. But this round is open to anybody who has, if you have your own business in the healing space, coaching, spirituality, whatever that may be. Um, we are going to be really focusing in on how to get out there and grow your business and um here's why um in that negative review i got i also got i got uh dragged for selling business coaching and um that that was spiritual bypassing i respectfully disagree (laughs) um i've been selling it wasn't a pivot i've been selling business coaching I started out a business coach. I have a background in marketing, business development, um, brand development. This is this goes way back for me, um, and I've been. I started out business coaching and, and my business alchemy a lot. I launched that a year ago, um, as its own standalone prod- product. So, this is something I've been doing for a long time. But what I the the thing is here's the difference is that what I've realized is that. That was kind. Of, that's kind of the missing, the missing piece of um, what I'm offering on the back end of quantum hypnosis certification is offering more business support. And here's why. I feel personally, I feel it's a little bit unethical um, to certify something in some in. Sorry, certify someone in something right, teach them this new powerful modality and then to not be able to help them offer the support to help get that out into the world, right? It's kind of like, all right, pay me for my knowledge and now go figure it out. Um, And to me, I don't, I don't want to, I, that doesn't sit well with me. I want to make sure that the folks who go through my program, because it's, I'm going to continue running it, um, QHC. I want to make sure that they have the support that they need, and I have the skills that I, that to teach people that I'm. Um, that's one of my areas of expertise, and so it w- for me it would be gatekeeping the information that I hold to not teach it to the people who want it, right? So um at the business alchemy retreat, uh intensive we're going to be doing in person just really deep business coaching um so that people who are go through this and it right, anybody who's interested in this can join. Um that they can leave knowing wh- you know, what they're selling, what, how the, what the pricing is, what their offers are, how to sell them and what their plan is for next year, as well as the kind of, that's kind of like the more practical muggle stuff. But on the other side, also, um, bring online any of the gifts or the blueprints that through hypnosis, we're going to do hypnosis too, that they have, have, maybe you haven't been Tapping into yet, um, and and also we're going to be doing having some special guests. So um, I'm really excited. A couple guests from the podcast um, are going to be there. So um, Lexi Beal, who she's po- very first podcast episode, she's hilarious, but she's also a um, somatic sound healer. She works with people who have businesses to help. Um, help people release their fear right all the fear that they hold and allow yourself to be seen and be be raw and be be present and so she's going to be there um we're going to be doing sound session with her as well as like a somatic sound session as well as um Melanie Hill who is a human design um a human design coach Um, but she primarily works with people who have businesses and helps you kind of figure out your own, um, blueprint for your, your business based off of your human design. And I will say working with her and understanding that has been a game changer for me because, um, I am a manifester, my human design type, and so I work in big spurts I get big creative downloads I get you know it's like big stuff happens and then I need periods of time where I slow down uh, until the next big thing that that comes through me and so um she's helped a lot with that and is extremely knowledgeable about human design so she's gonna be doing private readings for folks as well as um my friend and soul sister Holly Pendergast who is a photographer she is going to be doing mini branding sessions for the folks who attend um, at this beautiful beautiful retreat center in Joshua Tree so um, we're going to get 10 photos for everybody as well as maybe some bonus videography content for social media purposes Um, and she is brilliant at capturing your essence um, go check her out. You guys can find out more information about this retreat on, uh, my website and I'll link to it. So you can, can see all the details about all the stuff and go, and go check out these people and, um, and see, see what you're going to get. So we're going to be doing that as well as an optional plant medicine journey. So that's going to be really fun. We are going to be unlocking so much galactic stuff. It's going to be Wild. I'm so excited. So, um, for those of you who are interested, it's November 1st through the 5th. Um, it's open. You can sign up now. It's a $499 deposit. Um, and then you just have to have the rest of it paid off by October 20th. And the full price is um, $2,999. It includes all of those things as well as full room and board. So, um, if you're interested, go check it out. Um, And let me know if you have any questions. Remember, I'm on, um, you can find me on Instagram. I've been quite active over there. If you want to go um, hit me up, even if it's just to say hi, I won't try to sell you anything. (laughs) I promise. Um, I love hearing from you guys. I really appreciate it. And I would really appreciate as well, um, anybody who feels called to, if you are enjoying my podcast, go write me a review on um, Apple Podcasts those make a big difference for me so I think that's it for now Um, I will see you back next week Uh, and I will be playing oh I'll tell you what I'm going to play I'm going to be playing a hypnosis session from one of my um, clients who you'll remember her from the Orion episode Um, we're going to be doing exploring um we had a a beautiful session about her home planet in andromeda and reviving her home planet um and i think you guys are going to really like it it's it's really ties in wonderfully to what is going on on our planet right now and will give you a lot of hope for the future so um i hope you guys have a great rest of your week and i will see you next week bye Thank you for listening to the Starseed Awakening podcast. If you are ready to become a quantum healer and learn this powerful spiritual technology to take it out into the world and help others, visit my website, thestarseedawakener.com slash QHC to sign up for the next round. See you soon.